Hey, it's Shastin Rains, and welcome to Crosswalk Church. You're listening to Today's Presence, a podcast in which Pastor Tim hosts conversations about culture, daily life, and what the scriptures have to say. We desire to bring you encouragement and hope during this time. So once you finish this podcast, make sure to visit crosswalkvillage.com to find more information about our church and additional resources from our pastoral team. Hey, everybody, this is uh, Tim and Sam, Sam and Tim on today's Presence Podcast. Are you going to say something again? I heard that big breath. (laughs) Hey, good morning. Someday we're going to get through this without you interrupting me on the introduction. But until then, I suppose we will. I was merely smiling at you. (laughs) I wasn't even going to interrupt. It was a big inhale. You you don't have to inhale. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, this is a special feature, though. This is not one of our regularly scheduled podcasts where we talk about deep and, and erudite things. This is a special podcast, Sam. Why is it so special? I am so excited that Padriac McCoy, a.k.a. Patty McCoy, is with us today to talk about a humongous, earth-changing announcement. Earth-changing? It is earth-changing. It's pretty amazing. So let's welcome Patty. Hey, Patty, welcome to the podcast. Hi, guys. It's an honor to be here with you uh, today. And I am as excited, if not more so excited, than, than you are to be a part of this conversation in particular. Patty, why are you even here? I mean, I know that I know that most people are going to be finding this after they've had the announcement, but if they perchance have not watched a crosswalk service on May 16 and they just went directly to the podcast, which will be uploaded on May 16 as well, why are you here and why are we so excited to talk to you? Well, uh, this has been, well, it's been a long time in the making, probably longer than we realize. Um, But uh, I am here because I get to participate uh, now in the Crosswalk Family Ministry uh, to start a new campus and a new expression of the gospel in, are you ready for it, Portland, Oregon. Yes. That's so awesome, man. Yes. Crosswalk PDX is coming to town. That is so awesome. Yes, Crosswalk PDX, as you know, we um, name these things if there's a local airport close. The the nomenclature is like Chattanooga is Crosswalk CHA for Chattanooga. And so uh, Portland will be Crosswalk PDX, which is super exciting, man. This is amazing. But we're in the midst of a COVID crisis. How, how's this, how, how? How? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly, you know, we, I mean, uh, you guys have known Portland's been on my heart for a long time when it comes to uh, ministry and a, and a fresh expression of the gospel there. Um, you know, I, I grew up in Portland, more or less. I mean, that was my teenage years. And it's always funny because, uh, you know, we as as friends have gotten together sometimes in Portland. And you guys are always asking me, hey, where's the good places to eat? You grew up here. And I'm like, yeah, I was a teenager. So, I can tell you where all the Taco Bells are in the greater Portland area, <laughs> but, I, uh, but you know, I have this huge heart for Portland and have, I, I just, I know so many people in that area that are disconnected. So we've been dreaming and thinking this would be so cool. And then uh, a few months ago, just kind of thought, what if, what if now's the time? 
Um, and then COVID hit and we're like, oh my goodness, there's no way that, um, you know, th th this is new in a sense because this isn't a, a lay pastor position, right? Uh, right? That's starting this campus. This is a position that's been hired by the Oregon Conference. Uh, and we've been so impressed with their leadership and their compassion and their willingness to grow the kingdom and, and follow the spirit. Um, but still financial stuff and all sorts of things going on. Um, the idea of planting a church that can't meet, come on. Mm -hmm. um, that's ridiculous. But but let's not go let's not go too down far down that road because we want to hear kind of the whole narrative of how this how this was unpacked. Um, and how well, we're God, gonna take our time, yes. We're yeah. gonna take our time. Sam, do you have a new microphone? Mm. Do you like <laughs> it? Do you like how it sounds? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't did tell. until you, I did until you went mm, and now I don't. What? I'm uncomfortable with whatever's <laughs> going on there. It's the microphone, Tim. I've always sounded like this. <laughs> you just, no, it's great. It, it sounds great. But um, Patty, we want you to tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, that sort of thing, and then we'll get into the narrative of yeah. um, how this whole thing came about. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I mean, like I said, I, I grew up in the Portland, Vancouver area. Uh, which it's always funny because you can't really tell people uh, when you're from Vancouver, especially like if that's where my parents lived and you're in any other part of the country or world and you say Vancouver, they of course think BC. Yes. Um, you know, and then on this side of the country where I currently live, which is Ohio in case Tim's where? always confused on where I, I live. Yeah. I don't even know where it's, that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you say Washington people think DC uh, Portland mm -hmm. usually does better. So you just say Portland or the Northwest, but, um, but I went to Walla Walla university. I met my wife, Trisha on a blind date, uh, back in 1997. Uh, so we've been married, uh, just over 21 years. Wow. Um, oldest wow. son, Aiden, uh, Aiden graduates, uh, via a drive up ceremony on May 31. <laughs> wow. Um, and uh, he'll be heading to Walla Walla in the fall. So, so obviously, this uh, being in, in Portland helps us be a four-hour drive instead of a full day. Um, and uh, and then my daughter Allie is finishing up her sophomore year uh, in high school. So, um, that's the that's the family. Um, you know, Patty, I yeah. Did you, did you say a drive-up graduation ceremony? Yeah, it's, I, I mean, at least in Ohio, they, they've been pretty strict on a lot of things, uh, actually doing a really good job, I think, but um, he can have a, they, they've gotten permission for all of the parents uh, and the kids to be in their cars outside in a place gathered together. So they'll have the the service and when the kids, it's their time to come up, they'll get out of the car, they'll walk up, they'll um, get their diploma and, and head back. So um, that's awesome. That's yeah. cool. Are you, are you speaking for it? I am speaking for the graduation. Uh, and I did ask my son if that was okay, even though it's not, you know, he doesn't get the choice. It's the principal. So whatever. <laughs> uh, but we, we also, because it's a drive up graduation, the McCoys have uh, uh, looked into renting a uh, convertible Camaro for That's that special right. event. Because, yes. uh, you know, if it's going to be a drive up, we might as well do it right. Yes, yeah, that's so, right. It's interesting, and, 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 and you wrap a bow, a bow on it, and you give it to Aiden as his wow. graduation present, right? Dude, Sorry, you're a Tim. good, you're a good dad. You you're are, good. you are. I was just gonna say, I think, I think that it, you've been in, in Ohio a long time. If you think a Camaro is the right move there, <laughs> <laughs> I am supporting local industry. Okay, like. okay. What would, yeah. what would a, a port a PDX appropriate car be? 
a convertible uh, unicycle. Vanagon. A Vanagon. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A unicycle. Uh, probably, yeah, we probably all show up on something different. And it would be a convertible Vanagon, but it wouldn't have an engine, so it doesn't use gas. So it's like a it's like a Flintstone car. It's it's powered by your feet. Hey, you can't you can't hate on Portland. Um, you're about to move there. Oh no, I'm mm-hmm. I'm celebrating that. I think that that's actually uh, you know, they care about the environment in Portland. That's true. Uh, Patty, so so your your family is um, all moving with you, obviously. Uh, I how hope are they so. that's, that's a weird <laughs> you, that's a weird setup for that question. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was actually thinking that we should talk about why you were in Ohio in the first place because we're skipping to Portland, yeah. but let's yeah, we should do that first and then we'll come back to the family, how they're feeling about the move. Why I'm in Ohio in the first place? Yeah, why Why are you I, in Ohio? You know, I was the chaplain at Walla Walla University. Somebody knocked on the door in the middle of the night. They threw a <laughs> blindfold over my face. And the next <laughs> oh. thing I knew, I was in Ohio. <laughs> no. Uh, hey, look, I, and Sam knows this. We chaplained together uh, at our respective universities for a long time. Uh, absolutely loved working uh, on the campus and with collegiates and the academic world and, and all of that. Um, it was a dream job for me, but my wife wasn't in a, a track for a dream job. Um, and so we started, uh, a conversation came our way about Kettering, Ohio, um, and we explored the conversation just to see if we could figure out something that Trisha could be excited about uh, for a spell. And maybe we, we just thought it'd be something that would help her in Walla Walla. But as it turned out, God opened the doors, uh, led us here for a new chapter in our lives, me working in the local church, um, and and Trisha chasing after a dream job for her. Um, and, and she's found that she's a social worker. Um, she's mm-hmm. counseling um, people that are um, facing mental health crisis uh, and is loving that. Um, and so uh, we, we came here kind of driven by that. Uh, it gave me a chance to, I'm the young adult pastor at the Kettering Adventist Church. Great group of pastors that I've had the opportunity to work with. Uh, really, really good team. Great church and community. The young adults are awesome. We've been able to kind of experiment with some new intergenerational stuff and and do some things kind of, uh, you know, frontline, cutting edge type things. So it's been a great experience. It's only been three years. Uh, it's, it's crazy to think how fast it's gone. Um, but we really feel that strong pull back to, uh, back to the Northwest. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, we're, um, yeah, I mean, we're obviously here at Crosswalk, we're just over the moon about the opportunities here. Um, and you said you're from Portland, so you kind of grew up there. So this is an appropriate time to ask this question. What's the, what, what coffee is everybody drinking this morning? <laughs> well, I will start by saying that in honor of the place that I will be heading to shortly, I am drinking Stumptown Coffee, mm. Portland native. <laughs> nice nice that is nice and that is the place where i believe tim and i were introduced to the third wave coffee culture yep yeah we did our first deep. our first cupping there yeah. yeah i would i would say one of the hardest things about living in ohio <laughs> which i'm not going to go too far down that list but i'm we have going any listeners in ohio just as a quick disclaimer. do i have what do we have any listeners in Ohio? Is that oh, is there any way to know that? Possible. Hey, Ohio's got some really great stuff. Um, but what it doesn't have is a whole <laughs> lot of coffee. In fact, I would say the best coffee that I have access to is uh, from some of my members. 
Uh, mm-hmm. They uh, shout out to Namesake Coffee Company as well as Enneagram Coffee. Oh, uh, they, they make both wow. of those. Uh, Enneagram mm-hmm. Coffee is super cool. If you've looked into Enneagram stuff, they have a different blend for every type. Oh, wow. Come on. Really? Oh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. That's Jessica cool. and Michael, get this last name, Beans. I kid you oh. not. Come on. Yeah. That's, that's not their last name. Not no, their it's, legal last it's name. True. It's true. That's why it's what? namesake coffee company. Listen, they we would like we beans would, as beans, but that's okay. We would love we would love to try that coffee. And they're they're free to send it to us <laughs> as a podcast because we've we've clearly skyrocketed Brian Fowler's covert coffee into the stratosphere by featuring it on this podcast. That is good so, to know. I will, I will tell Michael and Jessica that and uh, prepare for their orders to, to go through the roof. Well, we will review their coffee. Right. Yeah, yes. I, will, I will send you some. Don't you worry. Okay. Appreciate that. Yeah. Patty, so the, the things you love, describe Portland to us. What are, you're <sighs> from there, from that area. Let's talk about your love for that place, um, the things you love about it, the culture, and then I think we need to move into eventually after we're done about the things you love about it, um, why you believe the soil there is fertile for, mm. for yeah. church planting. Yeah. Yeah, man, there's so many things to love about Portland. I, I mean, you know, just if you were to visit and fly in, you know, you've, you've got the, the beautiful landscape, you got Mount Hood on one side, you got the coasts uh, on the farther side, which is different, you know, and I, I know that you guys visit up here in, in Portland um, in that, but you know, it's a difference when you go to the Oregon coast, you go to the coast, you don't go to the beach like you do in SoCal. You, you know why that is, right? <laughs> why? <laughs> well, well, because the idea of going to a beach gives you this thought that you're going to play in the water, right? You're, you're going to have fun out there. You're going to go and frolic in the ocean. If you do that in Oregon, you die. <laughs> uh, you know, cause the water's so cold and there's so many currents. I mean, there are people that surf and stuff like that. Hey but. man, I've surfed Oregon. Yeah, no, it's my father-in-law who lives in Lincoln city and I've surfed Oregon too. It's just not, no, easy. I have, I don't think that's I true. Have. I got up twice. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done much. I haven't done much, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, so you have the beautiful, I mean, the Willamette going through the, uh, downtown is such a beautiful downtown, you know, for a city, the Rose Garden. Um, well, actually the, the Rose Garden for the Blazers is now called the Moda Center, which, which I'm just going to say it, it sucks. Well, uh, hey, hey, just, just as a, as a side note here, um, you, there may be a couple of people on this podcast that have actually played a show in the Rose Arena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's possible. Really? It's possible that that has happened before. In, just, yeah. Are you sure it was the Rose Garden? It was it the Rose Coliseum. No, the way you questioned oh. that hurts a little, Patty. <laughs> I know you need man. to. You need to Google. I, just, I mean, the Rose Garden's somewhat new. I was thinking that maybe. Oh, oh, oh wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> I know that hurts. That's painful. Um, but you um, know, but yeah, I'm just no, so. You've got, you've got, uh, oh, you got Powell's books, which uh, we were all a little concerned about because they took a pretty big hit with COVID. Right. But it seems like they're going to come out of that world's largest bookstore. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and the people are just, they're just themselves fully. I mean, I think that's why when you say keep Portland weird, it's just, you know, people are unashamed about just being themselves. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and you see that everywhere you go, just expressions of, of who they are, the authenticity, the genuineness, um, and and sometimes that that 
you know, it's uh, people often ask, cause I have more people out here that have been to Seattle instead of Portland. Um, and they say, Oh, is it, are they the same? Like, well, uh, and, and if anyone takes offense to this, I am so sorry, but <laughs> I've tried to figure out how do I like describe it? Portland is like the cousin to Seattle who doesn't have any money. <laughs> I say it that way. I mean, it's like Seattleites, you know, they're a little more high end and, and whatever. Portland is just like, look, I don't have any money and I don't care. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to save the environment, save the world and be myself. That's, right. Mm. And I think that, I think that fits with what Crosswalk is where our, probably our highest value is this idea of belonging, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Come as you are, your, your family when you walk in. And so yeah. that I think allows for that. So yeah, no, I, I, I think that's perfect. I mean, I think it's, you know, I've, I've done, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if I've told you guys a story, but this is kind of one of my, my Portland favorites. Like I had this, uh, I, I had about 30 students from Walla Walla and we were doing some homeless ministry in downtown Portland, went there for a long weekend. Um, and the work that we did, it was at the Portland rescue mission, which is right on, um, um, not Lombard street. I'm, um, wow. Uh, totally blanking on the name of the street anyway. Um, and, uh, and they had to shut down their cafeteria for the weekend. Cause we were painting, it was awful. It was in horrible shape. So we were trying to paint it, fix it up. But of course the homeless community didn't care if there was new paint on the wall, they just wanted food and they had to shut down the, the kitchen for us to fix that, uh, fix that up. So I went to the local Starbucks and just bought 50 cups of coffee to start passing out to people. Um, and I'm standing in line and I turn and look and I see these two guys that have like, it looks like they have shards of metal sticking out of their head. They got <laughs> blood coming down their faces. I mean, it looks, it's pretty intense. I'm like, why aren't you guys in the hospital? And then I turn and look and they're just having a casual conversation. I turn to the right and I look and I see 40 other people dressed the same way walking down the street. And I realize they've just come from a anti-war protest. You know, oh, and, oh. and I'm like, of course, of course, cause it's Portland. Is it Tuesday? Yeah, it's Tuesday <laughs> in Portland. That's when the anti-war protest happens. Um, you know, so, but, but I love that. Uh, I, I just, yeah. I love that kind of willingness to, to be a voice, to get involved, to, to want to do something meaningful. Um, you know, my, my other, do I have time for one more great little story? Yeah, we got all the time in the world. Time in the world. So the other thing is, you know, you guys know of Reed College, right? In, in like, uh, not yeah. far from downtown. It's, I think uh, a lot of uh, journals will say it's like the most liberal college in North America. Um, and I mean, they have like a, a, I can't remember what they call it. It's like a drug fest weekend. I mean, it's, it's crazy. They do all this stuff, but um, they, they are right across their, a part of their campus is right across from Rhododendron Gardens in Portland. Um, and my grandmother, when she was alive, she loved rhododendron gardens and so our rhododendron. So I took her once to the rhododendron gardens and I'm taking her out of the van and I see, Oh, there's, there's a nice little campus event going on over at Reed college. But as I'm getting her out of the van, I realize <laughs> it's a naked slip and slide <laughs> and there's at least a hundred people involved. Right. And whenever you do they, something like this happens, it's never the people you want to see naked. Uh, it sounds horrible, but um, you know, it's just, and I, I'm trying to, how do I have my poor little grandmother here uh, looking on the naked people across the street. So, but, but again, all that seems really crazy and strange, but it's part of what I love about Portland. Um, not the naked people, but just uh, the, the willingness to just, you know, chase after who you feel you're, you're called to be. Um, 
and that. So yeah, of course there's other things, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, you guys are going to have to help me with my blue star donut addiction. Wow. Is it an addiction? Um, yes. Yeah. Because I could be 150 pounds more than I am right now this time next year. So, um, <laughs> and we'll accept you as you are. Thank you. Thank you. It's the, <laughs> I will put clothes on. So don't worry. Portland food is a problem. Every time I visited Portland, I get a sense that you could never really quite exhaust that city's gastronomic wonderland. <laughs> it's it is, a, it's a great way to say that. That's true. <laughs> Astronomic so Wonderland. I'm going to write that there's down. There's so much. There's so much good there. Yeah. So much. Um, for hey, Patty, tell me a little bit about if I can if I can steer in this direction. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about kind of the um, the narrative of this coming about, if you will, and how you feel like this is Holy Spirit led. Oh man, um, you know. There's so many things. Again, this has been something that's been on my heart for a long time. I just never, you know, it's kind of one of those dreams that, man, this would be a lot of fun. I'd love to plant in in Portland. Um, but, you know, when when do you make that decision and how does that all work? I, I've loved what, what's been happening at Crosswalk and watching that journey, you know, and, and Tim and all the, the all the work and, and all the beautiful blessings that have come from that ministry. And so, you know, as Crosswalk started to plant uh, these campuses and churches, of course, then you start thinking, wow, that'd be cool if we could, if we could plant, but we did it under the banner of Crosswalk. You know, I think that, um, you know, I, I, for one year, I, I was involved in a church plant in Vancouver, Washington, uh, while I was a student at Walla Walla, I took a year out, helped out with this church plant. And I feel like part of the, the one of the things that's really hard is just trying to find your identity as a, mm -hmm. as a new church and ministry and, and that, and I think that takes a lot of time to figure out. And of course, you sit in a lot of meetings, and you're wrestling with what are our values, and what are we, what are we going to be about, and who are we for? And the cool thing is, Crosswalk's already done that work. Yeah. Um, and and there's already this kind of identity and this idea of of who it is. So so to to use the Crosswalk vehicle to spread the gospel there, I think, um, you know, you're you're ahead of the game in a sense. Um, and so, you know, I, I reached out, uh, to Tim and I said, Hey, I know we've, we've kind of on the side talked once in a while about this crosswalk, you know, Portland idea. Um, but what if we did that sooner rather than later? And, and there were just all these kind of things that came into place. Tim already was going to have a meeting, um, uh, up in Portland with some people that are interested in that very thing. Um, and then, uh, was able to talk to Dan Linrood, who's the conference president. Amazing guy. Amazing oh my guy. word. So impressed with, with Dan's just spirit. He's just drenching this idea of growing the kingdom and whatever it takes. And, yeah. um, and that I've really been impressed, uh, with him and his team, uh, there. And so we, we sat down and talked and then we, uh, you know, had this conversation that was like, wow, I think he's, I think he's actually into this, uh, you know, and, and you got a group of people that we met with that are like, they're so excited for this possibility to see us coming. They've actually been meeting ever since we, we initially talked with them and, and, um, you know, and, and dreaming about Portland and praying about Crosswalk Portland um, and that. And so the, then it came, then COVID hit, like literally, was it like the next week? It was the next week we were there on, we left on Monday and I think everything shut down on Thursday. Yeah. For us in California, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. and so then, of course, you hear that and you're like, man, it's it, it, no one's going to plant a church in, in COVID. And, and we really wanted, you know, this to be something that the, the conference was excited about and could support. Um, but it just didn't make any financial sense. Uh, and so when we got the call that they took my, my name to personnel committee and executive committee, and it's, it's a done deal. We're doing this. I mean, like... <laughs> I, I, 
it just, I mean, I cried. I, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like this, this thing of just, man, really, this is, this is going to happen. And, and, you know, again, I wasn't looking at a, a big move for my family. Um, so quick to another move three, three years, isn't very long. I, I wasn't looking at my daughter, especially being in three schools in four years. Um, that was never part of our, our plan, but everybody in the family felt like this is God is God is up to something. He's on the move. Huh. Um, you know, and, and I started making a list of people that I know in the Portland area. Cause I was like, well, if this is going to happen, like, who do I know that's disconnected that doesn't have a home? They're not necessarily mad at church. They just, they just don't have a home. They don't have anything that connects with them. And that list was almost a hundred people. Yeah. Mm, um, amazing. Mm. Yeah. And so it's just like every step has been God is God's on the move, man. I, how many uh, texts of uh, Tim and I have we sent to each other in the last couple of months? It's like, man, God's God's up to something. Just that weekend we were there, I think you and I found ourselves in tears three or four different times with just, yeah. you know, the power of the Holy Spirit moving. It was, it's, it's cool to look back and see where the Holy Spirit moved, but it's really cool to be in the midst of it while the Holy Spirit is moving and just be shocked by the conversations you're having, shocked by the moves that God is making through people. It has been, yeah. the whole thing has been an incredible blessing. And, and you know, my hope for it as kind of the lead pastor of Crosswalk um, has, been, has been that we reclaim people who just haven't found a church that is is relevant to their lives. And that's not, I don't want to diminish any work that any other church is doing, but we need lots of expressions of the gospel so people can connect with what, what makes sense to them. And we have a particular style, a particular, you know, feel and vibe that we, that we move with vibe as the kids say, um, you know, <laughs> we want it to hit different. Why does everyone say that now? Oh my kids, like we were eating crackers and cream cheese last night. And my daughter's like, oh, that hits different. I'm like, what are you talking? It's just <laughs> crackers and cream cheese and jalapeno jelly. Anyway, um, mm. so, so we want to be able to be there to be an expression of the gospel that hits different. Um, that, that really is an opportunity for people who first and foremost, like you say, are not angry at church. They just haven't found an expression that is relevant to their lives and they can reconnect with it. Our goal is never to go into a place and, and empty other churches. We never want to do that. If you are happy and, and fulfilled in your church, first of all, you wouldn't be looking for another church. And second of all, don't, right? We want you to mm -hmm. stay in your churches. We believe there's enough people to grow the kingdom of God that, that no one needs to leave a church. But we are also incredibly blessed by those who are committing to Crosswalk Portland already and have been giving and have supported it through their time and their efforts and their finances. Um, we expect that to grow. And having Patty be the lead there um, takes so much pressure off the local, the local lay people because we've planted always before with local lay people who are committed. Um, and so for a conference to just go all in and hire someone full-time to make this happen, and especially someone like if I can make this a, an affirmation for Patty, an incredible history in ministry, as well as just an incredible effectiveness. And then with the fact that you were chaplain at Walla Walla for what, 14 years, was it? Yeah. 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 The, the amount of people, you know, there, it, I mean, when he started making a list and then he sent it to me, I was like, what, how do you know mm -hmm. that many people? And Portland's been on my heart for a long time. My wife is from the Pacific Northwest from Portland. We have family there. We go there quite often. Um, and a lot of friends there and they've for the last, you know, 15, 20 years have said we, there's a, an expression that's a little bit missing for us. Yeah. 
you know. As, yeah, I think I think that's a, a perfect way to say it, Tim. I mean, I, I one of the things I'm actually excited about. You guys, you guys know me and how I work, but I love to collaborate. I love to work with people. I'm I'm excited that I know several of the pastors in that area already. Um, they're friends, uh, and and I think that you know one of the things that I've always wondered about within Adventism is why we get, you know, when somebody does transfer membership from one church to another, not that, you know, not that that's what, you know, the focus for Crosswalk is, but it's um, uh, Crosswalk Portland is, is that, you know, when somebody transfers membership, we, we get all upset. Oh, why did they transfer? And, and, you know, it feels competitive, but if somebody finds a new place to grow in Jesus, you know, then and isn't that what it's about? Um, is helping people grow in Jesus. And so, yeah, I think all sorts of different types of expressions are needed. And I would imagine that there may be some people that would come to Crosswalk Portland and maybe that's an easy kind of place to reconnect. But when they get involved, they're like, you know, I don't, I don't know that this is for me, that this particular expression is for me. Well, then I want to connect them with the right church, the right community for them, um, you know, to, to be able to do what they need to do to grow in Jesus. That's what it's about. So, and I agree. I think that there's been something missing, uh, for a group of people anyway, um, in that area that, uh, that I think is, is the group that we can meet. I mean, some of those people on that list, uh, that I, I made are lifelong friends of mine that are no longer connected. Um, So some of them are some of my former students from Walla Walla and, and other things, but there's a couple that are family members, you know, like, like mm-hmm. I'm anxious to, to have an, ex, to, to be a part of a, an expression for Jesus that they can get excited about, um, and participate in and to see that reconnection. I've, I've got one, uh, former student of mine that lives in that area. Um, and because we haven't really been able to announce this yet, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's been so hard to sit on this. Oh, I'm so anxious. I'm so ready for this to be out. Um, but I knew that she needed some hope in her life. And so, I had uh, called her and I said, hey, I just, I have some news for you. The McCoys are moving back to, to Portland. We're going to plant a church. I want you to be a part of it because I know she's not a part of anything right now. And she just literally just cried and was so happy wow. uh, to think about the connection being back for us, but also to think about having a community again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tell you what, I just, I, oh, I, I get chills about that. And I hope more of that happens. Yeah, we're going to, we probably should talk more about what you just said, Patty, which is the, what you have established already as the, what will be a sign of your success. But I think you're, you're hinting at it, right? You're already <laughs> hinting at it. Um, well, one thing, I, what, what, yeah. no, go ahead, go ahead. No, I, I, I thought about um, that question actually. And, and, you know, you could, you could look at, you could look at what, go ahead. Well, we don't want to answer it yet. We want to yeah. save it for okay, the okay. next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Sorry. At first, and I will ask it. Don't you worry. Okay. So, <laughs> so put it in your pocket and have it ready. Yeah. I do want to say that, Patty, that um, to the both of you, that I remember the weekend you both went up to Portland, um, the the amount of prayer and uh, planning that went just just to towards meeting with the people who may be interested in planting that church and and how the reports that began to come out of it, because, you know, we're all in constant conversation with each other through texting, um, was that that God was doing something way bigger than you both could have imagined. And the sense that there's this movement that you've got a, you, you, you thought you had it all figured out, but God had something even bigger going on. Um, and, and you both saying that you were in tears and meetings, it was uh, just breathtaking. Um, 
Uh, and I want to affirm you, Patty, in this way, since because I've known you in, cha in chaplaincy, college chaplaincy for so many years, there was no one better at what you did. Nobody. You were the most beloved, the most connected, the most in love with the work that you were doing. Um, and and I know that this is why I, this announcement for people who live in the PDX area who have known you um, is going to be such a, oh, I can't even imagine their sense of relief that there's going to be their, their patty, their pastor, their chaplain is going to be <laughs> in the area. Yeah, man. Lastly, I want to say, I think, um, as I just, I cannot imagine a better pairing of a person who loves a city so much, who knows that, who knows it and talks about it constantly like you have with somebody who loves Jesus, the gospel, Jesus. Um, those two things coming together. Uh, I'm, I'm moving to Portland. I'm, I'm moving to Portland. Please, to with you, buddy. please do. I'm, I'm all getting period, guys. Goodness gracious. Very sweet of you. Ah, so good. This is so good. Okay, we're going to wrap this one up and then we're going to, um, we have to do a second piece. We have to do a second part and we'll probably release them both on the same day. <clears throat> but um, um, we're going we're gonna to shut this one down real quick. This is uh, Tim and Sam, Sam and Tim with Patty. With Patty in the place. Uh, this is today's presence is the name of the podcast. We're so excited that you guys are here. Um, if you got any questions for for Patty or for any of us, you just email podcast at crosswalkvillage.com and um, we'll see you guys soon. Thanks a lot. <laughs>